The executive producer for this episode of Walnut Grovecast is Chris Cooling from the Forgotten TV podcast. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Walnut Grovecast. If you haven't listened and subscribed, please check out the newest shows from Walnut Grovecast, Bonnetheads, and the Little House Book Club. They are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just visit walnutgrovecast.com for more information. As always, these podcasts are free of charge as well as commercial free. Thanks to the following supporters. Marianne Lockwood, Stephanie Bailey, Rana Ludwig, Stacey Corrigan, Whitney Griggs, Jill Stellman, Chris Cooling from the Forgotten TV podcast, Brian Sellers, Dean Almanzo Butler, Lori Dorian, Matt Mercier, Christina Pedersen, Cheryl Van Dusen, Michelle Terrier, Brian C. Mellenbacher, Leah Ciappino, Margaret Laviska, Jennifer Jones, Julia Schroeder, Tanya Weber, J.J. Hurley, Elizabeth Villamagna, Melissa Half-Pint Gilbert, Robin Lee, Shannon Quinton, Lydia Kukuchi from Late Nights with Hitchcock podcast, Elvira Dabas, Candy Gleason, Angie Zidava, Megan Eichner, Margot Moore, Cindy Wilson, Kelly Milkey from the Dr. Quincast podcast, Alicia Olin, Rachel Boren, Stephanie Carnes, Katie Bollinger, Julia Monin, Rebecca Frederick, Peyton England, Stacey Keller, Bobby Young, Teresa Trapp, Jeannie Schneider-Mitchell, Max Duration, Whitney Cole, Laura Furman, Val Williams, Anne Quinn, The No Agenda Podcast, Jeannie Comer, Aaron Wartman, Don Roberts, Rebecca Harris, Sherry Benner, Angela Bowen from the Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast, Susan King, Leah Mitchell from the Retro TV podcast, Jeff Griffin, Megan Parker, Michelle Ferguson, Erin McManus, Andre Bjargeson, Chelsea Wofford, Marissa Baker, Thori Rodriguez, Matilda Smith-Thompson, Cheyenne Hampton, Laura Solarin, Spunky Cheek, Dana Wilkins, Chantel Dubois-Nishiyama, and Suzanne Holland. Thank you all for your support. You make this podcast possible, and in my eyes, it is truly your podcast. So if you have any ideas, suggestions, or even demands, please feel free to reach out to me. If you would like to support Walnut Grovecast, please visit patreon.com slash walnutgrovecast. Without further delay, please enjoy the newest episode of Walnut Grovecast. This is Mark, and you are listening to Walnut Grovecast. Today I have on the show, from the other side of the planet, Stacy Corrigan. How are you doing, Stacy? I don't know. Did we use your last name? Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I'm good, thanks, Mark. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. We were so close to being accurate <laughs> with our times. Yeah. Um, no an- worries. Another person who I've been reviewing um, with... Uh, pretty often, and I'm actually working on a new podcast with, is Lydia Kikuchi, 
who lives in yeah. Queensland. So I kind of have her time down, but you're slightly different. So it's, Yeah, Melbourne is different to Queensland. <laughs> it's to make things more confusing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I always thought, you know, Australia is just, you know, Australia. But apparently not. Yeah. There's like three time yeah. zones. Yeah. So you all are crazy. So yeah. <laughs> you all. So um, how is everything? Everything is good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm really good. What about you? Pretty good. And today, do you want to talk about the episode we're talking about today on our favorite um, TV series? About our favorite yes. TV series. Yes. So today we're um, reviewing The Race. So originally Woo! aired on the 11th of October, 1976. Crazy. And it is obviously, yeah, the um, horse race between Nellie and Laura. The um, I think this is one of the more memorable episodes. I think a lot of people love when there's this rivalry coming to life between Laura and Nellie. Yeah. And the sneakiness of Harriet's and you you throw in a willy with a stomach ache from too much candy and, you know, hilarity uh, ensues. Yeah, definitely. It's, it is quite a funny episode as well as having like a really good message in there as well. I think so. And... So when did you first see this episode? It like I forget. Did you watch the entire series like straight through? I mean, you're younger, so I, I know you didn't watch this when it first was out. But did you start at episode one and end at episode nine, season nine? Something? Yeah, yeah. So we had the DVDs, so we bought the box sets one by one. So mm-hmm. I watched it in order. Um, so I don't. I would have been between the age of, you know eight and 12 probably probably even young yeah probably younger than 12 i would have been like in primary school yeah and what is that a year ago i'm just kidding Um. (laughs) no so like between like eight and ten i probably watched this episode which is really really strange is on the dvd that i have and it always confused me as a kid until i worked it out on the box set it goes in order and it has bunny first and then it has the race so it never Sorry, it had the race and then bunny, so it never made sense to me. They mixed the order around. Is that a, like? Do you have any of the old DVDs? Was that the same with you? I actually have the box set in front of me, and I'm going to see if the American version is the same. Hold yeah. on. Because it always confused one? me because I was like, obviously, I like when we watched it and we never looked at the air date, which it did have the air date in the um, description booklet that came with the box set. But it always confused me because I'm like, she doesn't have the horse and then she races with the horse. And then in the next episode, Nally has the horse and she falls off the horse and then Laura gets the horse back. And it always confused me. And then I realized that it must have been a mistake and they switched the episodes around. What season is this? <laughs> I'm so three. bad. Three, okay. <laughs> and it's episode like two and three. Let's see. No, it's uh, episode two is Bunny, and then three is the race. Yeah, that's so that's so weird. I'll have to um, send you a photo of my and then little girl uh, lost. Set. Yeah, that's the same. So it it just goes um, hmm. the race, then Bunny, then little girl lost. You know, I bet you that is the. I bet you that's the way that it was aired for some reason. Yeah. Although when I Google it, the air dates, of, of it says the bunny aired on the 4th of October and the race aired on the 11th of October. And in the booklet it says that, but they just put them in the wrong order in the booklet. Get out of town. We have, to, we have to 
get right to the bottom of this. I need to just yeah. fact check this. Can't have you Australians spreading fake news on this podcast. <laughs> um, no, you're absolutely right. Bunny, October 4th, and then the race is October 11th. Hmm. Crazy. I, well, I mean, it does make sense because Nels does get rid of, you know, gives Laura Nell, um, Bunny. Yeah. And that no, is it's referenced. supposed to be like that. Yeah, so it's supposed to be the air dates are right, but on the DVD for some reason, Bunny's after the race. Yeah. So I always watch Bunny after the race and it never quite made sense. Yeah, because you're kind of like, well, you know. She doesn't have the horse. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is kind of weird. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Mm. Um, all right. And yeah, I wonder I wonder if they ever corrected that. I wonder if there's a modern box set yeah, out there where they sure. corrected it. What a crazy error. Mm. Now, when the episode begins, it could be about almost anything, right? The music is yeah. just like... I mean, any second now, you know, she could run into barbed wire for all we know. This yeah. might have been that music, right? It's like, look out for the barbed wire. It's Grandpa. <laughs> so we meet the stable guy who's, um, now is he the blacksmith? He's also the blacksmith. Like he's yeah, the original blacksmith. Beautiful. Yeah. So we would have three different blacksmiths over the course of Little House. Mm-hmm. This guy, um, I always forget the name of the guy who attacked Sylvia. Yeah, I don't know. And um, then we have um, the Carters. Yeah, Yeah. John. But um, as we're riding with Bunny, Laura pulls over, I guess I wonder if you can call that with horses, pulls over, checks one of the shoes. I think it's called through a shoe. Does that sound right? Yeah. I think so. And I also don't really know the whole purpose of this. Like, do they just literally nail the the horseshoe to the hoof? I I don't really know anything about horses, so it seems I mean dangerous. it looks like that. This yeah. is something about it that seems like if you do it wrong, you could hurt the horse. That's the yeah. way I feel. Yeah. But um so she brings the horseshoe to the um to the blacksmith. It's beyond fixing, Laura. She'll need a new shoe before you can ride her. How much would that cost? Fifty cents. Now fifty cents is about twelve dollars these days. Yeah. Adjusted for inflation. So that's quite a lot of money for Laura to just kind of have sitting around. I haven't got it. But I'll get it somehow soon. I just got it so Buddy and me can get back into training. The Hero Township Horse Race is only three weeks away. You plan on running Bunny in that race, you'll have to be completely reshod. Tell you what I'll do, I'll make you a special price. A dollar seventy-five for the whole job. Yikes. It's like twenty-two bucks. Gee, she just doesn't have this kind of money. <sighs> Gotta get you that money somehow. We'll be back soon. I think you got a winner, Laura. But don't ride her till I get her shod because she might split a hoof. I won't. Actually, I'm sorry. That's more like $40. That's a lot of money. Thank you, Mr. Dorfler. Come on, Bunny. Come on. Come on, girl. Poor Bunny. Bunny's always struggling. 
Um, here we are. We're um, we're in the barn, and Pa is playing Shoemaker with um, Mary's big feet. There you go. How does that feel? It's fine, Pa. You sure can make things like new. Yeah, but I can't make them bigger. Toes will be breaking through there in no time. Oh, I'm afraid Laura's aren't much better. We're gonna have to have new shoes for all three, and soon. Pa! Bunny threw a shoe, and Mr. Darker said she's gonna need four new ones before I can run her in the race. Pa's like, oh, this? <laughs> it's like, last thing I want to hear about this half pint. We're broke. He said he could give me a special price. Not now, Laura. I'll work it off, Pa. I'll do extra chores. I just gotta be ready for that race. Half pint, we can't save a dollar that we don't have. If I had enough money for shoes, I'd buy them for you and your sisters, not for some horse who can't pull his weight around the farm. You understand? Now, why can't Bunny pull his weight around the farm? Yeah, and I noticed that too. And he, and I don't know if it's just like a phrase, but Bunny's a girl, yeah? Yeah. Throughout the rest of the episode, it's a girl. And then Charles oh, yeah, says, there's a sex change. Weight, but yeah. I don't know if that's just like a, a phrase that it is. No, I'm pretty sure that they referred to um, Bunny as a boy at some time and this time a girl. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yes, Pa. I could stuff Laura's shoes with cloth and Carrie could wear them. That way we'd only need two pairs. Oh, just two pairs. I haven't got enough money to buy one pair. Guess we'll just have to charge them. You know how I feel about charging more things at the store. Well, Charles, I don't see where we have a choice. The girls have got to have shoes. No, he's putting it off. Don't just stand there in your big feet. Help me hitch up the wagon. Charles hates feet. Mm. He hates this. I don't know. So Mary's shoes must have been too small for Laura as well. Maybe they like have a similar sized. Well, foot. I think that's what she was saying. Yeah. Like you can put, they could put socks in Mary's Carrie. big feet shoes. Oh no, did she say for Carrie or for Laura? Yeah, in Laura's shoes for Carrie. Or maybe they're just too worn out. Yeah. The Ingalls are always kind of making strange financial decisions. So. Yeah. Um, so we're in the mercantile, and Harriet, of course, is very happy because she's selling something. Of course, they are of a better quality than the... Oh, whoops. Sorry. <laughs> Isn't it something the way they sprout up? <laughs> My Nellie outgrows her shoes before she can even wear the shoes out. <laughs> of course, they are of better quality than the average. Whop, whop, whop. Better quality than the average. I'm sure these will do fine. Uh-huh. All right, that will be uh, $3 for the two pair. Uh, those are going to be charged. I already discussed it with Mr. Ingalls. So it's $5. Did you say $5 for the two pair? Three dollars, I think. Oh, three dollars. So the horses' shoes. <laughs> so it's about seventy-five dollars. It's quite a lot of money when you don't have any. And it, this whole part—it's like so crazy the way Harriet needs to like really rub it in. But, mm. uh, I really don't like this. You know, I just thought of something. Oh, why, Nellie has two pair of shoes that are practically like perfect, and she has grown right out of them, and I was going to give them to the needy in Mankato, but I think I should give them to the needy right here in Walnut Grove. Now, she could have done this in a way which was not, like, humiliating the entire family. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
like for instance, um, we have scouting, you know, and we have we're constantly buying boots, and all these kids, you know, are just growing, you know, like constantly. Um, like I bought a pair of boots for my son, I think last summer, and mm-hmm. it's like one hundred fifty dollars. So, and he's already outgrown them. So, I'm not going to just get, you know get rid of these things. They were worn like twice. So we have like yeah. kind of a collection of stuff and. It's kind of like instead of going and spending $150, you can just have these, you know? Yeah, definitely. There's a right way of doing this. And of course, Harriet has to do it the most painful and condescending way possible. <laughs> That's very kind of you, oh, Mrs. Okay. Olson, oh. I'm sure. But we'll take these we picked out. Well, I always say, Mrs. Ingalls, that charity does begin at home. We don't need charity, Mrs. Olson. Well, what do you call it when you come in here and charge things? I mean, everything that you see in this store, we have paid for. I'm well aware of that, Mrs. Well, Wilson. then I don't see where beggars can afford to be choosers. Thank you for your kind offer, Mr. Olson. We'll be back when we can pay for these in cash. Come along, girls. See you, Nels. My child. Excuse me, Mrs. Olson. Now, there was one crazy little thing there. I don't know if you caught it, but Harriet... Um, Charles kind of grabs and pushes Harriet a bit. Yes, I saw that. It was quite funny, but... I don't know. I thought it was slightly aggressive, you know? Yeah, I thought that too, but I think it was meant to be funny, but it could definitely be construed as as not. I love that scene where you just, like, Carolyn knows that no matter what she says, and they've always got each other's backs, Mm -hmm. um, and that they'll you know, jump on board and support the other person. It's just a complete contrast to Nels and Harriet, obviously. Um, They're constantly undermining each other and going against and humiliating each other in public. I agree. It's just a complete contrast. Yeah, I mean, it seems as though she's also always, like, doing something kind of underhanded, and we see that in a little bit, which is a little bit sad. But on the ride home... um, Ma is just thinking, what did I do? Our girls at school and reminding them. Whoops. Ungrateful snippet. (laughs) That's what I wanted to play. Ungrateful snippet. I just didn't want her daughter pointing at our girls at school and reminding them that they were wearing her cast-offs. I think you're absolutely right. Besides, we should know. Hanson's got a lot of orders at the mill. I'm sure I can get him to let me work an extra shift. Oh, no, that isn't right. You're working extra hard just because of my pride. Maybe we better just turn around and go back. I'll apologize to Mrs. Olsen. You hold on. You do that and I'll hide your shoes and you'll never find them. <laughs> and you hear, like, very quietly, Mary's like, my feet are hurting. <laughs> I have an ingrown toe now. Let's see. Uh, Laura comes up with a good idea. She's going to try to work off for the shoes, for the uh, horse's shoes. Not for her family's shoes. She's going to work hard for the horse's shoes. And she takes on a a whole job, which I just think is sweet. Charles thanks um, the blacksmith for hiring her, and um, he makes a nice little comment. Nothing to do with it, Charles. I needed her help. Uh, You know what I'm talking about. She's just a little girl. She's an Ingalls, isn't she? She'll get the job done. So I wish we got to see him more um, on the show. He seems like a really nice character. Um, I don't know. We just don't really see him really at all. 
for the most part. He's really just a fixture in the background. Now, one of the greatest songs ever written is coming up. Any second now. <laughs> Laura smells like a dirty horse. Laura smells like a dirty horse. <laughs> That's pretty just terrible. <laughs> and Laura's just, I don't know. It's, it's just crazy. Laura smells like a dirty horse. You better watch out in those nice clean clothes. I got a lot of work to do. What's so important about cleaning up after dirty old horses? Especially this one. Me and Bonnie, we got a race to win in a couple of weeks. You're making that up. I'm not going to ride her in any old race. That's what you think. I'm glad my father gave her back to you. She smells bad. So, what does Laura do? Do you want to mention what she decides to do with that comment? She picks up a bunch of hay and throws it right at them. <laughs> yeah, covering them. And I love it when we get those kind of like moments of, you know, like kind of, you know, aggressive revenge. Yeah. So here we are around the Olsen's dinner table. Looks like they have an entire turkey on the table or something. I bet you Willie could eat every little bit of that turkey. Here, um, here we go. Hungry. Stop pouting and eat your supper. I can't eat. All I've heard is she You will not. I love the ongoing joke about Willie. How Willie's just <laughs> constantly eating. It's just, yeah. It's like an endless pit. Now, eat your supper, darling, or you'll get sick. How can I eat knowing Laura Ingalls is going to ride my horse in the race? It's not your horse anymore. You shouldn't have given it back to her. You should have shot it. <laughs> this is so messed up. <laughs> you should have shot it. Now, look here, young lady. I wouldn't bring that up again if I were you. You mistreated that horse. And furthermore, you lied to us about being hurt. But that doesn't seem to really affect Harriet. Um, Harriet really just sees, I don't know, why do you think Harriet would do what she's about to do? She de- she can't stand anyone winning except her kids, I think. Because so, we get a, a very long scene where Nellie is crying and crying. It's like, oh my God, please shut up. Um, I'm going to play some of it. But it, she goes on and on. It's awful crying. Now, you just listen to your mother. Laura Ingalls is not going to win the race with that horse. Mother will take care of that. You promised? I certainly do. I You promised? <laughs> so promise. Now, you just calm down. And Mother's going to go and get your dessert for you. Yes, everything is going to be all right. Mother's going to take care of that. And then Nellie just has that like kind of mischievous grin. Oh, it's so evil. I laugh at how they, Harriet and Nellie always refer to her as Laura Ingalls. Like they yes. can't just say Laura. It's always Laura Ingalls. <laughs> right, right. It's almost like um, the way you would refer to a villain or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I never really noticed that. Is that like an ongoing thing with them? It's always Laura. I feel Ingalls. like it, and I've noticed it more and more. But you know what? I think Laura might even refer to her as Nellie Olson. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I can think of a few times she definitely has. Like that Nellie Olson. Yeah. I want to give her something 
Good. I forget the exact line. So then the Olsen, we get a little scene where the Olsons are in bed and Harriet's saying, we haven't been on vacation in so long. And, you know, we're just kind of like, what's this all about? Mm. Um, so she goes to look at a horse. And it's like a crazy huge horse. Uh, what do you think of horses? I've never really had a lot to do with them. Mm-hmm. Don't know much about them. I was just saying how I'm a, I'm kind of afraid of horses a bit. I just, okay. They're so big. Yeah. But there's something about them that I really like. I mean, they seem like super gentle creatures. So they're beautiful. It's just I don't, I don't know, they make me kind of on edge. Like I think I'll get kicked or something. <laughs> so, all right. So Harriet is, um, she's in the city and she's talking about the horse. Oh, this is the very best you have. Oh, absolutely, ma'am. Absolutely. Like I said... The uh, owner raises only racing stock. Mm-hmm. Well, now, I want to try him. But he's awfully spirited, man. <laughs> well, I know what I'm doing. I happen to know a few things about horses, and I just helped me mount him. All right, all right. Uh... So, <laughs> do you want to talk about exactly what happens here? Um, basically, Harriet gets on the horse, and it goes crazy yeah. all around the little town. Um there's quite a funny moment where um, the horse jumps over Nels and then he gets up behind like a, I think it's like a barrel or something like that. From <laughs> exactly. Um, and then basically it runs back into the stable and um, Harriet kind of falls off. It's just so funny. We don't normally see this kind of crazy behavior, um, especially with Harriet. <laughs> and um, I, I'm assuming it, well, I'm, Actually, that was definitely um, Catherine McGregor. But most of the real dangerous parts, I'm sure, was um, a stuntman. Yeah. I noticed there were lots, lots of stunt, stunt people in this mm-hmm. episode, obviously just with the amount of racing and stuff, I guess. Yeah, at the very end at the race, you could see it's clearly not Laura and Nellie. Yeah. Like, but it also doesn't look like men. I mean, I guess they could be wearing wigs, but I don't know. So... Let's see. After all that, she gets thrown from the horse, as you said, and she's like just kind of in the stable. And um, most people would say, just take me home, but. Oh, I'm so sorry. Are you all right? Certainly. Oh, good. Good. I'll uh, take her. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, well, you got yourself a champion. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> she just doesn't care. It's so funny. I just, I love this. Like, their daughter, literally, in the episode before this. Just had a really bad fall off a right. horse. Thought she was paralyzed, <laughs> and then then she's just like, "No, we're taking this really dangerous, fast horse." It's crazy. Um, Nels learns about this, but you know he really doesn't have too much control over Harriet once Harriet makes up her mind. Um, in his opinion, they're completely overpaying for this horse. I can only imagine what they were paying. So let's see, we're back in Walnut Grove and the blacksmith is going to make an offer to Laura. Fine, Laura. Fine. Say, you know, Bunny here is getting kind of soft without a workout. Yeah, I know. Take- <laughs> it was kind of funny. If you look at um, Laura's face, she's thinking, yeah, I know. They kind of like, don't talk about my horse like that. Mm. You what? Why don't you let me go ahead and shoe her now, and then you just keep working till the debt's paid? Well, you see, 
Me and my pa, we like to pay cash on the barrel for the things that we buy. Thanks anyway, but it'll only be a little while till I earn the whole amount. So this is like really good and stuff to teach your kids to like, you know, only spend the money that they have. But it does, it's not something that Charles has been proven to do. No. Time and time again, he's used credit. I don't know what the big deal is. Like, he seems to really, really have this whole cash on the barrel philosophy. But he doesn't seem to follow it too often. I feel like it's just because in his luck, whenever he doesn't pay for something with cash, mm-hmm. something happens. Every time he had, takes a loan, <laughs> a something point. happens. He breaks a rib, something. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Um, we see that the, the public is starting to talk about the race and bets are being thrown down. And here's some of that chatter. Um, because they ask the blacksmith, who do you think is going to win? Who are you betting on? My beauty there or this nag? I figure Laura Ingalls and her horse Bunny can outrun both you guys with one shoe missing. Oh. That little girl? Where's your money? So, yeah, I mean, people are throwing down cash. You know, there's not too much to go to do in Walnut Grove. So, you know, there's going to be a horse race. People are going to bet on it. So let's uh, let's see what's next here. Nellie kind of shows up with what looks like a punch bowl or something. She just kind of comes um, moseying on I him. I just had to show you the beautiful silver cup my mother donated as first prize for the race. Boy, your mother did that? Yes. She figures we should donate something to make the race more important because it always brings more business into the store. I just thought you'd like to see it. Why? Do you know I'm going to win the race with Bunny? Well, Bunny was my horse once. And I guess it'd be kind of like winning it myself. That's awful nice, Nellie. Almost too nice. I don't know if I'm really trusting this new Nellie. Hey, howdy! Howdy! My name's Sandler. Wondering if you can help me. Yeah, Hans Dorfler. How are you? What can I do for you? I'm delivering this here thoroughbred to the Olsons. I'm Nellie Olson. You are? Well, I guess this horse belongs to you, young lady. Seems like an awful lot of horse for just a young miss like you. Your mother paid good money for it. I guess she knows what she's doing. I'll say she does. Isn't that a pretty piece of horse flesh? No doubt. Mr. Dorr. Isn't that a nice piece of horse flesh? Hmm. What a weird way to refer to a horse. Or anything, for that matter. Fleur, could you have your nice stable girl take care of my horse, please? Yeah, sure. Oh, did I forget to tell you? My mother bought me this horse. Be sure to brush him down well and give him plenty of water. It was a long, dusty ride from Sleepy Eye, and Sparks is used to the best. See you at the races, Laura. (laughs) No, she just wants to kill her. Oh, boy. So, Laura, of course, is just completely... Like, foiled again. Pa comes in. It's like Saturday night and Laura is doing her chores because she's working hard to get those, um, the horseshoes done. And she also still has to do her regular chores. How you doing? Fine, Pa. Fine, Pa. Doesn't sound very fine to me. What's the matter? Just isn't fair. What isn't fair? Everything. 
You mean everything like some little girls getting anything they want, and including a brand new horse without ever having to do a lick of work? Well, little, little girls got to work night and day just to hold on to what they have. Don't pick up a rake, Pa. Like, don't give <laughs> don't give me a hand. I don't know. It's I feel bad for Laura at this point, but I don't know. She she knows. I mean, she did she really think she was gonna beat everyone? Yeah. And I guess like, where's the determination? You know, like she's just instantly deflated. Um, well, the horse is huge. Of- yeah. It's like a thoroughbred. That's it. Just isn't fair. There's a lot of things in this life that aren't going to seem fair to you. But you know, that's why the good Lord gives us gifts. He gives us special things to help us through the hard times. He gave you a couple of real good ones. He gave you determination. He gave you a lot of spunk. Well, the fact is, I don't think that spunk's going to help me now. Now that Nellie's got that new thoroughbred. A real racehorse. Papers and everything. Well, now, hold on a minute. Papers and everything. Where does it say horses can read? I think that's pretty funny. Um, mm. and he, I guess it makes a, a pretty good point, but at the same time, you know, I think he also understands that, you know, this horse is definitely, <laughs> she has a reason to be afraid of not winning. Yeah. But at the same time, we get a, you know, your standard paw. I guess, uh, pep talk. And let's see. In the next scene, Laura goes over to Dorfman, and Dorfman is just really on her side and gives her a saddle to use. So I'm going to play that. There it is. See? This is the one you use. But I already have a saddle that my pa made me. Oh, I know, and it's a good one for a ride in the meadow. But to win a race, you need a lightweight saddle. You know, a couple of pounds over a two-mile course can make all the difference between winning and losing. And this is about, we're, we're getting to the point where we start talking about how much more Nellie weighs than Laura. Which is just really kind of a funny thing to talk about. I don't know how to thank you, Mr. Dorfler. You thank me by winning the race, Laura. Come over here, man. You see this horse? A beauty, a real thoroughbred. But all he's done for the last three days is eat and get fat and lazy. Now, like I said, a horse has to be worked. So I'm going to finish shoeing your horse. You work her every day, and that's how you win. I'll win, Mr. Dorfler. I know you will. I guess it comes later when he just kind of talks about it. Now, Laura gives the horse a little bit of a dirty look, which I thought was a little bit unfair. It's not the horse's fault. Uh, Ma kind of um, has a little conversation with Laura because uh, Laura's just exhausted and falls asleep while doing her homework. And it's one of those kind of like little moments that uh, between Mary and Laura. Laura, I talked to Miss Beeler yesterday. She's very concerned about your homework. I'll catch up, Ma. I know you're working very hard, but your schooling comes first. May I see your homework? Sure. Just got a little arithmetic to the audio in this particular clip is really bad. I, I don't. It's so noisy. It's so strange. Mary. Yes, Ma. Is this your work? Only the last three problems, Ma. 
I'm going to punish you for this half pint. I'm not going to have your sister doing your homework for you. She didn't even know I did it, Pa. It wasn't her idea. Honest. Mary, I'm sure you met Will, but that isn't going to help your sister learn her arithmetic. Hey, Ma, and I am proud of what you're trying to do, but your homework comes first. You understand that? Yes, sir. That's not going to happen again. No, sir. Mary? No, Pa. All right, then. Off to school. Make sure you change those problems. Do them yourself. That's some punishment he just told out. <laughs> those, like, feet shuffles from Pa are so noticeable, like, because I'm just listening to the audio now and I'm having trouble picturing it. But you can just tell, like, that's just so um, notorious with Pa, like, the way he walks around in that little house. Yeah. <laughs> like, like his swagger. You like know. that shuffle kind of thing, especially mm-hmm. it's like a, when he's mad or like, it's funny. And he kind of like hits her in the head with the book, like in a playful way. And yeah. he's like, I'm going to punish you for this. Promise me you won't do it again. Pause a pushover, I think. Mm. What do you think? I think this is a really nice moment with Mary and Laura, like the next scene. Yeah. Um, you know, we know sometimes Mary can be a little bit of a... Um, Stickler for the rules and <laughs> Being stuff kind. like that. So I think it was really nice that she had Laura's back here. Yeah, here it is. She did that. Thanks. It's okay. Sorry I got you in Dutch. I'll make up for it. Just beat Nellie Olson Saturday. I plan to. So you better. And by the way, Mary's carrying a book that must be like 600 pages. It's like, holy cow. Yeah. Um, I wonder what that book is. Encyclopedia or something? Dictionary? Um, so the next scene is in the mercantile with um, Doc Baker. 25, 35, 40, 41. Thank you, Nell. Thank you. I saw Nellie working that new horse of yours. She looked real good. Yeah, too good. That's the trouble. What do you mean? Oh, we have seven entries. Five of them saw the workout and decided they didn't want to race. <laughs> well, that leaves Nellie and Laura Ingalls. That'll still be a good race. Not like, don't confuse her with the other Laura in town. <laughs> Laura Ingalls. <laughs> Laura's horse against a thoroughbred? Well, she doesn't have a chance. It's too bad, too. I was hoping for a real contest. This dollar says Laura will win. What? Well, I'm happy to take your money, but would you mind telling me what makes you think that Laura has a chance? She's been riding every day. Laura's horse is in better shape than Nellie's. And Laura's ten pounds lighter than Nellie. Now, in a two-mile race, that'll make all the difference. Doctor patient confidentiality. Right. <laughs> at, least it's to the, at least it's to, like, Nellie's uh, father. Yeah. But still. I feel like Doc Baker just completely baited Nell's then. Like, he knew. He knew <laughs> he could get that. Maybe he knew... Maybe he knew that Harriet was listening. Yeah. Because um, we get this like scene where Harriet's is basically um, basically fat shaming Nellie a little. That I would not let Laura Ingalls win that race, and I intend to keep my promise. It means Burks will win, Ma. Oh, not the way you've been stuffing yourself, you won't. <laughs> and her face is like, what? <laughs> Besides which, you haven't been working out that horse either. But, Ma, now, I have decided that Willie is going to ride Sparks in the race. He's at least 15 pounds lighter than Laura. <laughs> and that should do the trick. 
But she's my horse. And I paid for it. Now, I also am giving my mother's silver bowl as the trophy for the winner, and I have no intentions of letting that bowl out of this family. Now, Willie, I want you to start working out sparks in the morning. Yes, Ma. <laughs> oh, no sweets. Oh. <laughs> this is so funny because she literally just handed him the plate. Yeah, like she like just didn't realize. realized what she was doing. Like she was just cutting it up, feeding it. Exactly. She like literally hands it to him. He takes one bite and then she screams. Yeah, and poor, poor Willie. I mean, he loves his sweets. Mm. Poor kid. So, um, all right. So Nellie is now talking to Laura Oops. outside of school. How's your training coming, Laura? It's fine. Hey, you want some gingerbread? No, thanks. I'm stuffed. I'll have a hard time finishing this candy apple. I'll eat it. No, you won't. Gingerbread's fattening, too. I don't want you getting any weight before the race. <laughs> Willie's like 40 pounds. I mean, well, I don't know how many um, kilograms that is. 20, maybe. Yeah, I think it's roughly half, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, something like that. What's Willie got to do with the race? Oh, didn't you know? And Willie's staring at the candy apple like, oh, I wish I could have that candy apple. <laughs> I've decided to let Willie ride Sparks in the race. Willie? Mm-hmm. Come along, Willie. I was waiting for Willie to turn around when she said, I've decided to let Willie ride Bunny in the race. Um, yeah. Sparks in the race. I was waiting for Willie to turn around and be like, no, mom, mom made you do it. Right. Like, no, how he's to be honest. I like Willie's voice because it always, it's low, but he's always sounds like he's yelling. Like, yeah. mom's made me do it. <laughs> it's so like <laughs> high pitched and kind of yeah. always goofy. We get a little bit, we get actually a, a decent amount of pot advice in this episode. Let's, uh, I guess, is there ever a need, is there ever a time where we don't need a little bit of pot advice? No, never. Never. Just remember, whatever the outcome of the race, you and Bunny can just do your best. That's what counts. Yes, sir. You can remember something else. You got something Nellie didn't have. A horse that loves you. Oh, Pa. Always knows the right thing to say. Um, let's see. We, we learn um, here that that Doc has a mother who lives in Sleepy Eye, and it's her birthday, which I thought was yeah. kind of interesting. Looking good, yeah. young lady. I'm figuring on you to win today. Aren't you going to be around for the race? Well, there's nothing I'd like better, but it's my mother's birthday. And if I don't get to sleepy-eye to spend it with her, I'll never hear the end of it. Good luck. Thanks. And tell your mother I said happy birthday. I will. I thought it was a weird... I still think it was a weird thing to include this mother in sleepy-eye. Yeah, I guess they just needed, needed a story to get him out of town, I guess. Yeah. Been, yeah. Um... So I thought that was kind of interesting. Now, Laura gets into town. Nels is looking for Doc Baker. Says Willie's stomach is really bothering him. So Laura's like, I'll go get him. And races off with Bunny and catches up to Doc. This, of course, is exhausting for a horse. I, I can't believe... 
I mean, I guess it could have been a few miles or kilometers. And I don't know. The whole thing is kind of weird how you can just exhaust a horse so easily. But I don't know. Maybe maybe running a horse really hard like that will exhaust the horse for the day. Yeah, but I mean, probably just to the extent that it can't run and win a race as yeah. well. Like, I'm sure it could ride, like, you know, ride home and, and do all that sort of stuff. But I guess it's like pushing it to its absolute limits. Right. You know, right. It's probably not the best thing yeah, for it. That makes sense. But so here we are examining Willie because Willie's stomach is just not exactly agreeing with himself. I know your tongue, Willie. And then he just woke up screaming in pain. Ouch! Starts there, huh? Ouch! Here? Ouch! It's <laughs> just, ouch! <laughs> yes! What do you think, Doc? <laughs> Doc has <laughs> something on his shoe. It's a popsicle. <laughs> So he goes underneath the bed and brings out what is so sticky down there. I think six of these candied apples are bound to give anyone a whopper of a stomachache. Oh, I told you not until after the race, young man. Oh, you just wait until you're well enough to stand up and you will get the whipping of your life. (laughs) But I was hungry, Mom. Give him a dose of castor oil. Let nature take its course. No castor oil, please. Yes, castor oil. <laughs> Next order of oh, business is to go down there and thank Laura for what she did. Yes, mm-hmm. castor oil. Now, I've never had castor oil. Have you? Neither. No. But I'm assuming it's some type of, like, laxative. I'm assuming. I just don't know. It just sounds... Yeah, I've just Googled it. It says it's to stimulate digestion, relieving temporary <laughs> constipation. And that's so, what yeah. it is. And right. I just imagine that it tastes awful. And also the effects of taking a laxative in the 1870s is probably also awful. Yes. Oof. I don't even want to think about that. They don't even have a water closet at this point. How embarrassing. Um... So clearly Willie cannot do the race, which is just kind of, you know, sad. And Laura's seeing that Bunny is kind of exhausted, so they're discussing the options. Not going to be able to race today, Laura, so I guess we'll just have to forfeit the race to you. Mr. Hansen, since Bunny's all tuckered anyway, why don't we just postpone the race till next week? Yeah, sure. Uh... Since both parties are willing, I think it's all right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like, Mr. Hansen's accent is always funny to me. Well, you can't do that. I mean, after all, all the people have come into town just to see the race. It wouldn't be fair to them. You just said yourself that Willie can't ride today. Oh, well, that has nothing to do with the race. After all, it's, it's Nellie's horse, and Nellie will ride her horse. That's the way it should have been in the first place. Just can't run Bunny in that race. She's too tired out. Well, now, we can't have a race with one horse. Oh. Well, I guess there'll just have to be a forfeiture then, won't there, Mr. Hanson? 
Yeah, I, I guess so. Well, well, we'll go inside and get our things, and we'll meet you all at the starting line. All right, darling? Yeah. What a sneaky way to win, though, right? Yep. Um, Laura's clearly upset, and just kind of going on and on, and, you know, Pa's like, I can give you more advice. Uh, just can't run Benny in a race after that long ride. I don't expect you to, half fine. It isn't fair. Me and Bunny, we work so hard. It just isn't fair. Well, nobody worked harder, that's for sure. She ran so good this morning. She'd have won. I know she'd have won. She'd have won. She'd have yeah. won. It's interesting, isn't it? Um, Sounds what, what do you mean? Like, I just haven't heard that, like, is that like an olden day, oh. like, phrase? Like, she to one, she to one. She, I, I think it's just like she's, as a slang, like, she would have won. Yeah, she would have won. She to one, yeah. she to one. So, we learn in this later little scene, which I think is kind of interesting, um, Nellie's horse walks by while Bunny is with them. You see the way that horse of yours perks up every time Olsen's thoroughbred comes around? She's a natural-born competitor. That's a fact, Half-Pint. She doesn't even look tired now. <laughs> but she couldn't do it. And she doesn't even look like a boy anymore. <laughs> how, do, how, do horses look, how did the horse look specifically tired? I, I guess... Yeah, I mean, something. it's weird, <laughs> right? The way they're breathing, I don't know, but it's just funny that, like, just suddenly in that moment, Pa was like, she doesn't look tired anymore. And then hits it. <laughs> like, they're always hitting these horses. Pa, not after that long run this morning. I don't know. Looks like to me she could. Besides, now you got Nellie's extra weight in your favor. <laughs> Poor Nellie. It's like all this extra weight. <laughs> the fatty's riding the horse now. Jeez. Now, you just listen to me, half pint. You may think Bunny's tired, and I may think so, too. I think either one of us are going to convince Bunny she can't outrun that high-priced bag of oats that Nellie's got there. The poor horse is going in a bag of oats. <laughs> this is the way Australians talk, not the way Americans talk. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? I'm actually, I don't, I'm not familiar with that phrase. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. It's a bag of oats. It, it's just one of these, like, um... Kind of like, like a bag of oats is just like kind of a useless thing. Coming overpriced? Like, is that what it means? No, it's just, um, there's really no sense to it. It's like just, just an object, like a, kind of a, um, a worthless object. Yeah. And what do you say? I'll do it. Yes, sir. All right. All right. We're going to beat that stupid Nelly. Now, uh, this is where Charles is like, I'm going to bet everything we have on you winning. And you have to wonder, maybe he made a bet in the background to make some money, right? So he's putting all of his money on Laura, and if she doesn't run this race, he's going to definitely lose that money. So I'm not really sure. Maybe there's like somehow um, some ulterior motive. Is it possible? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, Harriet's at the starting line, and she's already ready to accept 
her own trophy. I certainly hope. Sorry to disappoint all of you. It's too bad that all you fine people came to see a race, and there just isn't going to be one. Well, Nellie, darling, it looks as though you are the winner. But there is going to be a race. What? What? <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't say, um, because you've all come out here. 20% off everything in the right, world. Right, right. Or, or like, uh, 2%. <laughs> and last night she raised all the prices by. Yeah, 50%. exactly. There you go. <laughs> it's hilarious. You know, all right? Don't forget to come to the mercantile. <laughs> Good luck, honey. Good luck. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> so they take the trophy away from. Harriet, and it's just one of those kind of funny things. I love it when Harriet's just being kind of, I don't know, like a naughty Harriet. Mm. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, the race is about to begin. Annual Hero Township race is about to begin. Woo. Now you both know the rules. And the course is well marked, and it is a two-mile stretch. And the first one across the finish line wins the blue ribbon and the beautiful silver cup donated by the Orbson family. Now, is everybody ready? We've been ready for an hour. Get on with it, Lars. <laughs> Not that funny, actually. On your mark. Get set. Go. Go, Lars. So this is a pretty visual scene where, you know, they're racing through... Um, town, and we even see Willie come out in his robe. <laughs> and I think that it's really funny where we get Willie to run through the gate and run to to the outhouse. <laughs> the poor kid. And we just kind of we're not sure who's going to win right away, right? Mm. But we get some cool shots of the race going on, but it, it kind of goes on for quite some time. Let's see, where just kind of going back and forth, and they finally come into town. And it looks as though Laura wins. There are more people in this town, I think. It's like the baseball episode. There's like tons of people there. How long do you think the race the right the race went for? Well, it's only two miles, which is yeah. um, like a kilometer, or I, I don't know right. if it's the opposite. It's three point two. So yeah, the, I looked it up. So oh, it's yeah, it's three kilometers. The reason I it's asked a few minutes. Yeah, we have um, I don't know, like so it's like a really big day here. It's called the Melbourne Cup. We have it every year in November. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's the biggest race in the country. Um, and it's the longest, like one of the longest races in the country. And it is 3.2 kilometres, which is like 1.99 miles. So I wonder if it, the history of that is that it was originally two miles. Yeah, it was. And then when Australia, because I, I... Australia that, converted. When Australia yeah. changed two kilometres, they changed it to one. Point nine nine miles because it rounded to three point <laughs> two kilometers instead of being, you know, something ridiculous. So, yeah, so that was what I thought it was interesting. And like, obviously, these are thoroughbreds and super fast, but that race, I swear, it only goes for a couple minutes. It's really fast. Yeah, I mean, so 
And I feel like I hadn't paid attention to that it was only two miles before mm-hmm. until re-watching it as, I was, as I'm older now. And I've, I don't know why, but I felt like when I was watching it as a kid, I thought it was a really long race. Well, if you walk two miles or 3.3 3, uh, kilometers, it's a good walk. You know, it's um, yeah. like, here, Half an hour. like here on Long Island, we have a boardwalk, you know, at the beach. And that's two miles each, you know. Um, so if you go there and back, you know, you just did a four-mile walk. And that'll take yeah. you a good, you know, maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes, if you're mm. just kind of strolling. But for a horse, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking it's less than five minutes. Yeah. Must be. But what is that called? The Melbourne Cup? Cup? Melbourne Cup, yeah. Melbourne the Melbourne Cup. I'll try to do your accent. <laughs> Melbourne Cup. Melbourne. Cup. Melbourne. 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 It should just be M E L B I N, really. Melbourne. There Melbourne. That's how we say it. Like M E L B U N. Melbourne. Melbourne yeah. Cup. I'm not making fun of Australia. I'm just. It's just funny how, like, we all say things, like, completely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Backwards. You know, whether it be a New Yorker or, um, mm-hmm. or I was taught that it's not Aussie, it's Aussie. Yeah, it's Aussie. <laughs> like, it's like, like Ozzy Osbourne. I, I always laugh when, I think it is when you speak to the Lydia. Um, I always laugh when you say Aussie. <laughs> Aussie. Hey, do you want to call the Outback like I did with Lydia? <laughs> yeah, I have never heard of that. I don't, is it not a Victorian thing? Um, well, you guys, um, Australia actually does have, um, well, wait, you never heard of the term Outback? Or- oh, no, sorry. The restaurants are in America, aren't they? Yeah, but you do have a few of them in Australia, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, I haven't heard of the... Um, With the Bloomin' Onion and the Kookaburra Wings. Okay, I'm looking it up now. They're in New South Wales and Queensland. That's probably what I haven't heard of. Oh, but um, they have Kookaburra Wings. <laughs> and um, they have... The I'm trying to remember the name of the kids menu, the Joey menu, I think it's called. Yeah. And everything is like kind of themed around um, like Australian Foster's menu. beer. Foster's, is, yeah. I think, is an Australian beer. Yeah. The big can. It's just funny because it's so like not like you go there and it's so fake Australian. Yeah. Like, good day, mate. <laughs> you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. Like you would just totally roll your eyes. Yeah, I so would I, have to. I'll have to go there eventually when I come to America. I'll so definitely have to go there just just to just to laugh at probably the over exaggeration. Now, one of the things actually I've spoken to Lydia about is um, Vegemite. Do you eat Vegemite? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, everybody eats Vegemite. I have to try yeah. this stuff. Yeah, but only like a little bit. That's the mistake people make um, when they try it from other countries. Is they Put a lot. <laughs> well, Americans are going to treat it like, like a peanut butter. Tiny bit. You'd, you'll have to like Google photos of what it's supposed to be like. Mm-hmm. But you put butter on, and then just the tiniest bit of Vegemite. Like Vegemite jars traditionally are really small um, because it lasts so long because you don't need a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Americans, you know, we we put huge smears on our foods. Yes, yes. But even like what you would put on like jam or peanut butter, it's like half or a quarter of that. (laughs) 
I don't know. I, I don't think it'll ever be popular in the state, but I, I do want to try to at least have um, some framework reference. Yeah, it's just a staple here. It's just of course we're just used to it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'll I'm going to try it, and I will report back. Yeah, I'm going to make my own Vegemite from scratch. <laughs> I don't even know what Vegemite. I wouldn't even is. know what it's made out of. Yeah, isn't it some type of yeast out? Um, I don't know. I, I have to find out what it is. I have no idea. But um, either way, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad Lydia likes it. I'll report back to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and Wheat Bix, right? Aren't those the big... Um, I don't know if they're called Wheat Bix. But that was the yeah. other thing that was like really big in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Wheat Bix. Do you have them? Like, are they called something else? Like, I didn't... Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we we have smaller ones, and they're called. Um, God, I, I looked this up. It was a whole conversation. Oh yeah. Um, it'll come to me. I'll think of it. But um, yeah. all right. So Willie is finally out of the outhouse. Actually, Willie needs a bowl of wheat bix. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. At least you're all in one piece. Go right to your room. <laughs> so mean. Harriet is so mad. I mean, it's crazy. And the guy who is handling the horse for them looks like he's a poop stain or something on his pants. I don't know what that's all about. I think it's kind of gross. <laughs> it's like I don't. It's like I don't know what's going on there. Who won? Oh, shut up! <laughs> so good. Oh, wait a minute. What? Congratulations, Laura. So yeah, Harriet gives her the bowl, and um, I'm thinking of a cereal called Shredded Wheat, which is essentially what a wheat bix is, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Except you guys have a large one. The the ones. Yeah, I kind of like the the way that looks, but it's black. Mm. And it's the same brand, Uncle Toby's, I think. Uncle Tebby's? Uncle Toby's? Toby's. No, we don't have that. But it's. Oh, uh, I just looked it up and it just comes up. <laughs> I Googled it. It comes up with the Australian version, of course. But yes, we have. It looks the same. But wait, yeah. I got to find this right like now. Little, they're kind of like Toby's. little bricks. Uncle Toby's Oats, maybe? Yeah, it's just a cereal. It's just a brand here. They do like everything. They do fruit bars, cereal. Wheat Bix. Let's see. Yeah, W-E-E-T. I spelled it wrong. I'm just amazed by how different and how similar some of the foods are. I think it's kind of fun. Um, so, so she won the cup. Good for Laura. And Laura kind of does the right thing. They go, um, we're back at the mercantile. Wow. Laura, that was a very, very good race you ran. Can I talk to Mrs. Olson? Sure. Mrs. Olson? Yes. I can't take this from you. It was your ma's. 
<laughs> now, what do you think of this? I, I think this is a pretty nice gesture that Laura is yeah. doing. It's nice. Do you think this is solid silver? Because, <laughs> like they didn't know that they were going to get anything out of it either. Right. So it nice, just genuinely just a nice gesture. And Laura took the ribbon off, by the way. I do want to mention that. <laughs> Yeah, she put it on <laughs> And you know what's funny is like she was probably gonna return it and um Caroline's like, No, will you take that ribbon? You earn that ribbon. You're not giving it to that woman. <laughs> was my mom's family cup? I wouldn't want to see it go to somebody else. Do you think it's solid silver? I have no idea. I mean, probably. That'd be fairly heavy. It looks pretty mm-hmm. heavy. And probably be worth quite a bit. Yeah. Well, that's very thoughtful of you, Laura. Very thoughtful. I I don't know what to say. Well, the cup must be worth quite a bit of money. It is solid silver, we think. More than enough for three new pairs of shoes, wouldn't you say? I think that would be a nice return for Laura's thoughtful gesture. Oh, yeah. And Charles wants to say maybe even a plow. <laughs> and maybe uh, you can uh, knock a few bucks off my uh, credit. Maybe. Just uh, just uh, spitballing. Yes, of course, Nils. That, that's the least that we can do. The least you can do, Harriet. Yes, of course, Nils. The shoes are in the storeroom, Harriet. So it's painful for her to do that, but mm. I think that it was nice that they did it. All you see, all the kids yes, kind Nils. of walking with their shoes. And yeah, that was a nice scene. I'm surprised we didn't get a little voiceover. I mean, going back to that little um, comment that Pa made at the start that the horse doesn't lift its weight around the um, the farm, I beg to differ because Bunny yeah. has got them a stove <laughs> and a- she got her back and then she's got them three pairs of shoes. Yeah, and Bunny so, even helped um, get revenge on Nellie twice. <laughs> yeah. So I think she pulls her weight. Yeah, you know, you make a very good point. It's... Um, Nellie went out in a, in a, not Nellie, Bunny went out in a very weak way when you really think yeah. of it that way. No other horse has brought in this kind of um, money because it was going to be $3 for two pairs of shoes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. For only for two. And then, so Carrie got a pair in the yeah. end as well. So maybe like $4 and 50 cents. It's over a hundred dollars worth of shoes. Yeah. So then we get this the classic um, ending, which is always fun. Can you whistle the song? No, I can't whistle. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those things that I was kind of um, talking with a few with a few people. Want to have a whistling competition? Who can whistle the Little House song? It'd be kind of fun. I will come in dead last. Well, as long as you'll be in the competition. I'll be in it. But, um, Stacey, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come here and talk about Little House in the Prairie. I thought it was a lot of fun. No worries. Thank you for having me. 
Yeah, anytime. And I look forward to, you know, uh, working on something else in the future. Yeah, I'd love to. Is there anything else you wanted to add to this whole um, thing? No, I think it's just a really good episode because, you know, like we said at the start, it's funny and then it's got that really nice message at the end that, um, you know, when you do something kind to someone, you can be repaid. The Little House is not on the air right now in Australia, I think. No, Um, it's not. I don't even think it's streaming there. Um, No, no. I had to pull out the old DVD plug play it in my laptop, (laughs) my old laptop that actually has a CD. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy, right? Like you, you, we don't even have disk drives anymore. It's um, crazy. But, but I do appreciate you going and doing that and... Hopefully Little House becomes a little bit more popular over there, or at least popular enough that you get a streaming service kind of supporting it. I know, it. I wish, but I, I used to be maybe about, when I watched it on, like when we had the DVDs, it was streaming on Foxtel. Mm-hmm. Um, probably up until like 10 years ago, mm. stop streaming. So and that was only like uh, maybe like an episode or two a day. Hmm. So, yeah. When I was growing up, that's all we had, you know, because I watched it when it was in reruns. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, we get one episode a day. (laughs) Yeah. One, just one episode, five episodes a week. But um, but anyway, um, Stacy, again, thank you so much um, for doing this. You can find Stacy hanging out in Walnut Grovecast for um, group from time to time over on Facebook. And um, that's about it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting Walnut Grovecast by heading over to patreon.com slash Grovecast. 